Welcome to the Different Skill Notebook Podcast. My name is Anna Anselma and I'm your host. If you are new to our podcast, the Different Skill Notebook is a smart tool providing smart strategies for these different times that are requiring us to have different skills. In our previous episode, we discussed anxiety. We defined it and discussed how to measure the different levels of anxiety. And in this episode, I want to talk to you about moderate to high levels of anxiety and the coping that is needed and the self-care required to manage these levels of anxiety. Anxiety comes in very different levels and very different forms. So in this episode, I'm going to generalize a little bit and just talking about anxiety in general in future episodes, I will get more into different types of anxiety and specifics surrounding it. But in this episode, I just want to give you a general orientation about self-care strategies needed to manage anxiety. So it also prevents you from allowing the anxiety to get very high in yourself, in your home, or with your children. When you have moderate to high levels of anxiety, you need to have self-care strategies on a daily basis to manage and minimize this anxiety. In our family, I would say in my article previously, we talked about taming the anxiety monster, and I would say the anxiety monster lives pretty much in every closet in our home, and anxiety has always been a, a big part of our family dynamics, so self-care has also been a very big part of our family dynamic. And I would say that the top strategy that we use in our family is change of scenery, because change of scenery is a change of mindset. Breaks and movement are all a big part of our daily routines so that we never allow anxiety to get ahead of us. We get ahead of it. So having said that, also when there is high levels of anxiety and you feel like it's dominating your life in your child's life or your life and and presenting itself as a barrier to progress or to daily functioning, I think it's important to consider to see a therapist. And I think A very effective form of intervention is cognitive behavioral therapy, which is the type of therapy that we do at the Social Mind Center. I think it's important to address the thinking that's leading to the anxiety. With that being said, I would also like to say that anxiety can be physiological, like you can have sudden anxieties due to different conditions. Uh, For example, in menopause, women tend to experience high levels of anxiety due to hormone changes in their body. So it may not always be thinking that starts the anxiety. It could be a physiological condition that starts the anxiety and then it triggers thinking. And I say this to say that cognitive behavioral therapy addresses your thinking that may be leading to the anxiety. Our thought processes can provoke anxiety in us. And with children, it's very important sometimes to get assistance and breaking down what may be causing the anxiety and what may be leading them to have anxiety or is there something occurring in their life. If your child 
is having a difficult time communicating it, it might be help, helpful to get somebody to examine the situation and bring some expertise into it. You don't want to let anxiety get out of control or get to the point where it's really paralyzing the child's life or your life or your family's life. So one of the most important skills that I think we can ever teach our children and continue to learn ourselves is to learn to cope. If we've seen anything living during this pandemic and have most of us have COVID fatigue because we've endured over a year now of so many changes and so much changes to our routines and things that bring us stability. I think for everyone, sameness brings us stability, routines bring us stability. And I think the pandemic has sabotaged most of our routines and most of our things that that bring us that peace and that certainty that we need. We've all experienced an extreme level of change at many levels and loss. And I think that that must always be taken into consideration because one thing that really impacts children is change. Children, young children, but all children seek stability and they seek sameness and they want to know that there are going to be certain things that aren't going to change. And in this year, there's been so much that has changed. And I think that it's brought forward how important coping is in order to help our children adapt. And I think as parents, we always want to rescue our children from suffering or from pain. But the reality is that rescuing doesn't teach coping. And there, as we've seen in this last year, there can be situations where extreme change is going to continue to occur. So it's a good time to just address this skill set. So as parents, we need to be patient sometimes because our children may not cope or adapt like we do. So we need to be able to model this behavior. And patience is required in that because our children frequently are very different than us and manage situations differently. So we need to kind of meet them at the place of their need and ensure that we're being compassionate to the way they may perceive the situation because sometimes part of being anxious is having some distorted thinking. All the information isn't correct or the things that they're feeling and thinking may be due to inaccurate information. So it's important to reset as a parent and evaluate and examine our ways and how we deal when with our children are in crisis because we need to lead our children and model for our children adaptation because it's important for them to learn to adapt during changing times. So we need to lead that process. And although we cannot control our circumstances, we can definitely control the way we respond to them. So one of the most important things I think with anxiety change, since sometimes change can provoke anxiety, is to remain present. Like today's Tuesday. We live in times where people are constantly in the future or in the past rather than the present. So we need to help our children deal with the present. Today's Monday. What, what do we need to do on Mondays? Not Friday, not Saturday, not Sunday, just Monday. Another very important aspect is the pace that you have. When there's high anxiety or your children are having difficult time navigating their environment, increasing the pace and increasing the demands is certainly not going to make that better. The focus should be to decrease the demands and decrease the pace till there can be some emotional stability. Second most important strategy, 
other than pace being present is moving the body and moving places. Sometimes just getting up from your desk, stepping outside, splashing some water on your face, going to the bathroom, change of scenery changes the mind and change of body movement changes the mind. The body craves movement and the brain does as well. And sometimes we need to leave the space that we're in and create another space to calm that mind, right? And lastly, most important thing that seems to be so needed in today's world because with children, we're dealing with them so seriously and they need a little bit more lightheartedness and play. And one of the best ways for children to learn to cope is through play and have fun. And in playing with your child, perhaps in a board game, and creating this safe space where they can just release thoughts that may be affecting them or just uncomfortable situation, placing them in this situation where they can play. It may be an opportunity where they can share some of the worries that they have or through play, some of the worries will manifest themselves and you'll get more information and get access to maybe what are some of the thoughts that they're having. So play creates this safe space, but also a fun space, a de-stress space where demands are not being placed on them. And perhaps this will allow an opportunity for them to share more about their thoughts and feelings, or they will manifest through their actions or their behavior, something that can hint as to where some of this anxiety is coming from. Well, that is most of what I wanted to cover today. If you like what you heard, please like or follow us on Podbean. We're also on Spotify and we're also on iTunes. You can also go to our website, socialmindcenter.com, and we have articles related to this podcast so that you can get more details and more information about some of the things that I said. And I look forward to my next episode and we will be continuing on coping skills and self-care. And we will also have an in-between session on independent skills. Now that we're leading into summer, I wanted to share some strategies on working on skills for independence and self-management throughout the summer. Thank you so much for listening to the Different Skill Notebook Podcast.